But because I'm a mermaid, kids are like, they're the ones that get it. Yeah. They totally get it. They totally get it. They don't ask, they don't ask me why. And so that's where like my big thing has come in is letting kids know that like you can be any age and, and dream and create and inspire and, um, that you don't have to dull that out with, with adulthood. Um, and so being a mermaid's allowed me to tap back into that because we lose it so much as we get older. It's the Mermaid Podcast. We've got mermaids on the land and down below. Legs or fins, you will love our show. All the news that makes a splash is on the Mermaid Podcast. Hello, you're listening to the Mermaid Podcast, and I'm your host, Laura Von Holt, the fairy boss mother of Cinderly. If you are in the USA, it is Labor Day weekend, and we hope you are having a good time enjoying the last bits of summer. If you're doing any mermaid activities this weekend or at any time, we would love to see your photos. So tag us on Instagram at Mermaid Podcast or use the hashtag Mermaid Podcast. This is episode five, where we interviewed Brandy Anthony, also known as the Vero Beach Mermaid. Brandy is a photographer, social influencer, mermaid, and a business lady. She has over 150,000 followers on Periscope, where she live streams regularly. Brandy is what I would call a mermaid in the digital ocean, and as a social media pioneer, we talked about what it's like to build a global business that incorporates social media, photography, and mermaiding. Brandy also gives her thoughts on where social media is going and how brands and mermaids can use it to reach people around the world. On our website, mermaidpodcast.com, we will also have links to some of the photography equipment she recommends if you're interested in getting started with your own mermaid photography. While you're on mermaidpodcast.com, you should also sign up for our newsletter so that you can receive cool behind-the-scenes bonuses in your inbox. P.S. I was recovering from a cold when we recorded this conversation, and you can hear it in my voice. Don't worry, I'm fully recovered. On with the show. Hi. <laughs> Could you introduce yourself and let the people know who you are? Yeah, so my name is Brandy Anthony Uh Brandy underscore Anthony on social media, but at my second alias is Vero Beach Mermaid, which is kind of confusing because everyone's like, what, what is your name? But <laughs> I could be called either, but Vero Beach Mermaid is kind of my mermaid alias. Awesome. Um, okay, so you're in Florida mm -hmm. and you're a mermaid. You're also big on the internet. <laughs> Sometimes. <Yeah. laughs> Depending on what day I feel like being on. Yeah. And you are also a photographer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I have a ton of questions because those all sound amazing. Um, mm -hmm. But let's just start with how did you get to go from what came first? Mermaiding, photography, photography, mermaiding. How did that all start? Yeah. So um, I went to school up in Wisconsin. I lived there for 20 years, which is why I'll sound pretty Midwestern, even though I live down here. Um, I went to school for fine art, got a bachelor's degree in multimedia design. So um, I kind of cross all multi, like all the medias. Multimedia is an old term now that's kind of like washed away, but it means that you are versed in all the different types of medias. Um, so photography was in my training, painting, um, 3D graphics, all of that good stuff. So when I left college, I knew I wanted to be my own boss. Like there was no question that I wouldn't want to be like uh, employed right away. So I started Brandy Anthony Photography and Design, um, and it did really well. And my third anniversary is next week. Yay! Uh, 
so I'm excited. Uh, but I, I was born in Florida, so I moved back to Florida just two years ago uh, here in Vero Beach, which is why I'm called Vero Beach Mermaid. And it's this amazing little beach town that we have a vacation home at. And I was like, all right, we'll start here, and then I'll kind of choose where I want to live in Florida. And the town, I just fell in love with it. It really captivated me. My photography fit right in. Uh, I developed this coastal style that I was kind of hoping for. And once I was here, I was introduced to the app Periscope, which is Twitter's live app. And that was it for me. That was a life changer. I am at 150,000 followers on Periscope. Um, And then I started to build all my other socials with it. And I went from photographer to social media strategist, consultant, content creator. Um, And I was like, what can I do here that's Florida-esque that would defy a lot of what live streaming does? I was like, well, I want to be underwater. There are people who go live underwater, but I was like, I want to be underwater, but I don't want to just be swimming around. So I was like, I love mermaids. I want to be a mermaid going live to my followers underwater. I mean, that's the best idea ever. It sounds like you're a genius. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, all right, how do you get a tail? So I started with just a fabric tail um, from a, one of the companies in Florida. And it was really fun. It went really well. Kind of became the Periscope Mermaid. And then that's when Vero Beach Mermaid was born. Like people in town were asking about it. And so I moved into a full silicone tail and continued to do live streaming, but built this huge business around it, uh, doing so much other stuff as well. So I ended up in the two years here in Florida, totaling in three businesses, um, which are Brandy underscore Anthony, Brandy Anthony Photography, and Bureau Beach Mermaid. So it's been a lot of fun. <laughs> that is awesome. I feel really, I'm really glad to know that because I started calling myself when I had this podcast and I write mermaid romance and I'm a mermaid mogul and you are also a mermaid mogul. Yeah. Like several empires. Yes, yes. (laughs) Um, So, okay, so that's awesome. So you are an entrepreneur and a mermaid. Um, Mm -hmm. So I I have a lot of questions. I'm going to start with, um, I want to know a little bit more about your photography. You said you wanted to develop this coastal style, and then it kind of um, naturally grew into mermaids. Were you, you were into mermaids as a kid? Like, how did, how has the beach and the water kind of affected your life and this um, career? Yeah, so... The beach, like the ocean, not the beach, the ocean is literally my everything. Like it is every part of my being. I just, I've never felt happier than being by the water. And when I was a child, my my mom moved me up north and that was really, really hard on me. Like I lived in Boca Raton, like down in South Florida and uh, just salt water, thick and thin. And she moved me when I was six up to Wisconsin. And like, I literally felt like a piece of me was missing. And I lived on a lake. But I used to sit out there for seven hours. I'd get home from school until it was pitch black, swimming like a mermaid, like (laughs) tying my feet together. Like I was either a dolphin or a mermaid. And um, I still have my aerial blanket or my aerial towel from 1990. Um, She kept that for me all these years. And I just I always loved I was always captivated by everything that had to do with the ocean. So to be human and be in the ocean was a mermaid. So that was my my place of imagination. Um, did I ever think I would become one? No, like we all think we're a mermaid, but we don't realize like there's actually people who can, can be that for other people. Um, so the ocean is just, it's everything to me. So when I got here, I went from shooting in prairies and fields, you know, and Wisconsin's beautiful, but it it never had my heart. So when I moved here, it was like, I had all these elements that I got to play with. Um, and so 
I do most of my own photography for my mermaid side as well. Um, there's only two images on my Instagram right now to date that are not mine. They are a different photographer. Other than that, every single image is my own. Um, either I've tripoded and triggered them or I literally set them in someone's hands, set up the camera, put them exactly where I want, and then they shoot it for me. And then I spend the time editing them. Um, so I spent this last year developing this kind of, I have a very whimsical natural light style. It's bright, but it's very vibrant and dark at the same time um, with a lot of contrast. And so I've just had this whole time to play. I use my drone. I'm really big into droning. Um, I also work with 360 companies to create content. Um, so I, I get to do these 360 things with with uh, with that. I'm waiting for the day the 360 underwater is uh, it's it's in the works, but it's yeah. not quite developed yet. So I'm waiting for that. Uh, but so I've just had a lot of fun taking all of the tools that I have, the GoPros, the DSLRs, the drones, um, and creating this this world for me with my own style uh, of of my work. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, that's so neat. I saw some drone footage on your website. It's just gorgeous. So you're like, it looks like you're just floating along in the ocean by yourself. And like, there's. It looks you know, magical, right? It looks right? magical, right? It's like, oh my God, spotted on the beach. My, yeah. my friend crashed my drone for that shoot. <gasps> no, like, crashed that's, dead. It, 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 it survived. Okay. The Phantoms can actually survive. Okay. Um, we were down in the Florida Keys. My favorite place on earth is Island Morada. Okay. Um, so I go down there to film a lot. And so I had this vision of this drone video, which is the one on YouTube of me swimming. Mm-hmm. So I'm swimming in about a foot of water. It doesn't look it, but it's only about a foot. And it's all magical online. But in reality, I got stung by a jellyfish. <gasps> oh, no. The entire thing wrapped my arm. And then I'm stuck out. I'm out at like hundreds of feet out into the water, kind of beached. And... My drone goes sailing into the trees, screaming down. Oh, it was so bad. Oh my god, that's terrible. <laughs> it was, I was I was out here like jellyfishing me like I'm just gonna I'm gonna die. <laughs> so he actually caught it in the air and it tried to fly away again. So it survived. It didn't hit okay. the ground. So I have flown it since and it, it works fine, but that's part of the deal of I shoot my own content, whereas I put my gear into people's hands, and um, sometimes it doesn't pan out, yeah. <laughs> uh, but the video turned out great, and the drone survived, and it's all a great story, uh, but that's that's the uh, challenges of, of being your own photographer and videographer when you can't even walk. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, like, uh, jellyfish things sound like occupational hazard <laughs> for, like, some <laughs> Yeah, just part of the job. Part of yeah, the job, guys. The- You're like, these are the sea creatures. They're all real. <laughs> like, They're my friends. I was yeah. like, some of the sea creatures are our friends and some are not. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, I was I was in his space. I was in his space. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> um, that's awesome. I'm sorry you got stung, but I'm that's glad okay. the drone survived. <laughs> um, so you mentioned the Florida Keys. Where else do you like to go mermaiding, like on your own time? Um, so I do it a lot just here in Vero. Um, one thing about it is um, most of the town knows me now. Um, so if I am out in my tail, it's going to draw a big crowd. So I don't really just go swimming out for fun in, in the ocean here because like kids will literally go flying from the boardwalk to the water and be in there within minutes if they see me. Yeah. You got parents everywhere like, no, 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 like they're dressed <laughs> They will get in there with me. And I do swim with the kids often. Um, but I do have a beach down a bit towards Fort Pierce where there isn't really anybody because it's um, private beaches. Mm-hmm. 
And um, so I, that's where I film most of my content that I do here too, because there are so many people that stop and want to take photos or, you know, kids that don't want to leave you. Um, so I also swim in our pool. We've got like a little vacation home here. And after hours, about nine o'clock when it's dark, uh, I go and I swim in there as well because it is an incredible workout, like yeah. among everything else. So I like, I like to try to get in and, and do that and exercise. Um, other than that, my tail's really heavy, so I don't get to bring it on every trip. Um, I'll be in Europe in two weeks. It's just far too heavy to take with me, sadly. I also don't think I'd want to swim in the River Thames. I'll be in England. Um, so, so yeah, so mostly I've just stayed in Florida for now. I do plan to do a lot of traveling with the tail, um, but it needs to be designated travel like for the craft of doing the mermaid stuff so that I'm equipped to travel with everything. So you said that um, you do a lot of uh, parties and events and things like that. Um, do you have any memorable parties or events or something that sticks out in your mind as like a, a good time or an interesting time? Um, yeah, they're all a good time, but they're all very unique. Uh, when showing up to a birthday party, it's actually quite nerve wracking because the child's never met you. And while the child might like mermaids, the child might not like you <laughs> or they might not know what to think of you yeah. or... I've had some where I showed up and the kid would not speak to me like at all, not even a little bit like terrified, like, and that's okay. Like I just kind of just hang out and I I'm told by the parents later that the kid can't stop talking about me, you know, cause I know that some kids they're shy, but they're excited. Yeah. Um, so it, that's always kind of an awkward position though. When you come like to see a kid for their birthday and you're, you're hired in and, and they won't talk to you. Uh, but I get like I get the kids that like they cry and they can't believe it and they they think I'm so real and they tell all their friends like I told you mermaids were real and um, so for me it's just it's a big deal to give to continue to let kids imagine things mm-hmm. because the older we get like the world really tries to take your fire and just put it out mm-hmm. and as an adult doing something like being a mermaid. Um, there is a lot of criticism in, in the field and I do not let that get to me because I everyone's like, why are you a mermaid? Don't you think that's a little weird that you're an adult and you wear a tail? And I was like, no, if you go to a single party or event like I have and see these kids, all of the criticism goes away. So when people ask, why am I a mermaid? It's simply because like these kids believe in me and, and I exist and I am happy around them because they believe so I don't worry about, there's a lot of people that think it's just, you know, an interesting job. But so most memorable for me are these kids that like, they really, they're so impacted. And then, you know, I do FaceTime calls and mermaid mail. And so my big thing is that you can continue to have a relationship with me, you know, on social media after you've maybe come to a meet and greet or had me at your birthday, or maybe you're ill and you'll never get to have me there. Like I'll do FaceTime calls with kids that are hospitalized or send them mail where it's signed prints with a letter to them. Um, I like to just let this imagination live. Mm -hmm. And so um, all these kids that, that allow me to do so is what is so memorable about working the events and the parties. I would imagine being a creative person yourself, it must be really rewarding to be able to keep that creative, imaginative spark alive in kids, you know, help them believe in something. Yeah, yeah. And um, mermaiding is such an artistic form. Like, that's where I was drawn to it was not just because 
I, I kind of associate, like I had someone ask me one day, cause there's something called a furry, mm-hmm. which is those who associate to like the furry creatures. And they say like, as a mermaid, do you associate the way a furry does? And I'm like, I'm sure some people do. I don't like when I don't have my tail on, I'm not like, you know, like mermaid, mermaid. Uh, it's just more of like, it is an art form to me. It is something that can benefit people's lives. I can raise money and awareness by doing it. I do a lot of fundraisers and benefits. Uh, but I personally get to, <clears throat> I personally get to exhaust so much creative aspects, you know, doing the photos and videos and, and all the different events. And, and it's just been um, a very inspirational time for me as a as a creator. Mm-hmm. And social media loves mermaids. And so, like, the whole thing has just been this crazy spiral of just awesomeness. Hey, mermaids, good news. We here at Cinderly are coming out with a new mermaid game and mermaid stickers for the iPhone. And they are going to be free. It's called Mermaid Sequest. It will be out very shortly, so be sure to go to mermaidpodcast.com to get on our mailing list, and you'll be the first to know when they're ready. That's good. Let's segue into some of your social media and digital life. Um, You mentioned that you do FaceTimes, and you can have a mermaid experience, even if they're not um, in the same local area as you. Yeah. So can you tell me a little bit about how you got the idea to expand that part of your services and your interaction and then also um then then ask you for more questions about social media yeah so because i came from a background of having followers prior to becoming a mermaid um i had already had you know like probably a hundred thousand followers at the time on any like my given platforms um like in my mindset was already there as um because i'm an entrepreneur and i do have a business mind it was not just on business but like on a global aspect of how can I reach everybody? If you're a fan or a follower of mine online of any age, mm-hmm. how can I reach you? What service or thing can I provide you as well? Um, because I am the local mermaid, but uh, it's very important to me that my my brands reach everybody. So Mermaid Mail was an easy way for me to offer something that worldwide I could at any given time give somebody. And what is um, Mermaid Mail? So Mermaid Mail is a couple signed professional prints of mine, um, they're my, they're my photography, um, and I sign them and uh, I write a, a letter. So you can, when you go on my website to order it, you can specify, a lot of people gift it, mm-hmm. so it shows up at someone else's house, you know, with, and, and the letter's specific to them. So mostly these go to kids, mm-hmm. um, although they can go to anybody. I also have a lot of um, live stream um, adult fans and followers and friends that, that order all my prints too. But, uh, these kids, like they get so excited because what I'm doing is I'm taking social media and I'm making it physical. So a lot of kids, parents will show them stuff on social media. If they're not on it yet, they're too young. So these kids get to come into my live broadcast and they know me because I sent them a letter and I sent them pictures and so when I go live, they think that they know me, and they do in some way, and they get to say, like, oh, Vera Beach Mermaid has a new video, come come look, and, and they get to have this piece because I can't be there. Um, and so same with FaceTimes. Um, I put my tail on, and I do calls with, with kids, and um, and my next big project is, is to work into some of the local hospitals and with some of those foundations to, to really excite kids that don't get to come out to my meet and greets and um so my big thing was to take social and make it tangible worldwide uh but still with a connection with a deep connection and so mermaid mail is kind of how that was born um 
and I've kind of been devising and, and kind of creating new programs where I can take my social and, and not just be localized. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Yeah, no, that's great. Um, because I, I know one of the challenges, uh, is like when you, uh, when you meet someone, like see someone on the internet, see their video, you want to know more. And it's great mm-hmm. that you're able to extend that so they can have some interaction with you. So where yeah. are you live streaming from when the kids interact with you? Is it on YouTube or are you on Periscope? So when kids interact with me, generally it's on Instagram. Um, That's where I find my largest younger bases. We're talking probably like nine, nine years old and up. Um, A lot of kids under that aren't on the socials. Um, Periscope is, is a a little more adult oriented, not in content, but like Twitter, Mm -hmm. you know, isn't really set up for kids, but a lot of parents, will bring their kids to watch my replays because I do go, that's where I go live underwater is on Periscope. Instagram doesn't really have those functionalities. Um, so since Periscope works with drones and it works with GoPros and 360s, um, it, they're all integrated into the app. That's where I get my most creative live streams. Facebook coming in second with that. Um, but Periscope's my largest reach. So a lot of people will say, you know, like Brandy's on and, and she, you know, she's being a mermaid and then their kids will come watch the replay or, or watch the live as well. Um, but the next thing I'm going to be working on is doing live story time. Oh. So for, because I do read stories here yeah. in town, um, again, wanting to make that a global thing. I'm going to probably start doing it on Facebook and Instagram. I'll dual broadcast it out. I'll be in my tail and I'll read stories and have like a time that I do it mm. so that everyone could kind of plan like a bedtime story with Vero Beach Mermaid. Um, so just taking and bringing it all for everybody yeah. is my big thing. So it seems like, um, children are a big cause for you. You mentioned some charities and hospitals. Um, are, are those your main, your main causes? Are those the people that you're drawn to for helping or? Yeah. As far as I, I will raise awareness, um, and work on fundraisers for all aspects. My last one was for the lifeguards here locally, okay. which I loved because, you know, they're a big part of the ocean and, and the currents can be a really dangerous thing that I think a lot of people don't take serious. Like we do lose people every year here on the coast to, um, to the current. So the lifeguards need, you know, better like housing and, and stuff like that. So I loved being able to come out and uh, be a part of, a part of that. And I got to sit with the mayor and we were in the pool and all the kids were hanging out. And, um, so yeah, that was really fun. So I, my cause is, is just anything that where, where me being a mermaid can help impact. I'm totally game. Um, but because I'm a mermaid, kids are like, they're the ones that get it. Yeah. They totally get it. They totally get it. They don't ask, they don't ask me why. And so that's where like my big thing has come in is letting kids know that like you can be any age and, and dream and create and inspire and um, that you don't have to dull that out with, with adulthood. Um, and so being a mermaid's allowed me to tap back into that because we lose it so much as we get older. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I love that. <clears throat> I think that's so great. Um, Cause you're right. There is something, especially with creative people becoming adults, I find like the world is like, oh no, you have to do uh, you know real stuff. Um, I get asked of, all the time yeah. what my real job is. Like, <laughs> <clears throat> totally. Um, um, so I just want to ask you, you know, every like, there's a lot in the digital culture of like, how do I get followers and nah, nah, nah. yeah. Um, and I'm sure you get asked that a lot. And that's not my real question. Is I I do I'm curious just to see how you did build your following. Um, mm-hmm. But you mentioned this wanting to be able to reach a lot of people. So 
I wonder if you could speak a little bit to like how you got your following, but also like what it means to you to be able to reach a broad amount of people. Yeah. So, um, I actually get really emotional. Like when I talk about my following Mm -hmm. because they are just so much more than like a number on a social media app. And that part of that become is because I'm part of the live area. Mm -hmm. There are so many people who have never gone live, uh, but because I built the whole, like what I've become was built in live space. Mm -hmm. It's so raw and real and all the time. So my big advice when it comes to building is, authenticity. And I know we all like talk about that, but like truly understanding what it means to be your authentic self, what it means to push creative boundaries. And that's why mermaiding became a thing for me in the first place was how can I connect with these people in a way that's true to me? And I'm not just out there being like, well, what can I do to just like captivate people's attention? It was like, what can I do that really means something to me and and translates in a daily life? So I'm not just putting on a show. Because a lot of social is not real. And so it was so important to me that everything I do be authentic. And with that, consistency is key. Every single day, if you're going to live in this social space as an industry, uh, is every single day. You can take a day off here and there, but you you, you do live in the social space. Um, so I was very consistent. I went live every day for like a year. Um, and I shared all of my life. And... And I built all these things into it that that were true to me. So being authentic and being consistent is what built the number up. Mm -hmm. The other big thing is knowledge. So I would not be where I am today if it weren't for all of the people that have helped me along the way. Um, The people who have taught me what they knew, the people who have invited me to speak at at their summits and, and live conventions and the brands that have hired me on to create their content. And it's just experience and, and, and building knowledge. And every day we learn something new that we can apply back to our brands. Uh, and so with all of those, I just rolled into this being able to consult and teach other people how to, how to kick butt in their social space as well, because I just, I just really honed in on it. Um, so that's kind of my big advice on growing it it is, is to be authentic, to be consistent and to learn. Uh, don't ever cap yourself on a social platform. Don't limit yourself anywhere. Um, and then what was the other part of that? Oh, just like what it meant to you to be able to reach so many ah. people. So that, that's a big one for me. That is something I was not expecting. Like I've seen people with tons of followers and, and fans and boom, we, there are such unique, special people out there and everyone is in such a different position and being in the live space, I got to really know people and they got to know me. So because I would share so much of my personal life and struggles and happinesses, um, everyone would share that back. And I received so many messages um, of everyone's stories. And I realized like it was so much bigger than me just like going live because I'm doing something cool or I'm traveling was there were people that like they almost depended on that content. There were people who are bedridden. There are people who are depressed. There are people who are confused, people who are young and are looking for a path. And for however many of those people that follow me, um, I'm their pathway. Mm -hmm. And so I'm just a a catalyst for something bigger for all of these people. And I'm just, I'm that, that bit that they use to, to get there. And I love that. Uh, It's not, social is not just about me and and my life. It's about how can I portray my life so that someone's inspired to get out and do something or can see places they couldn't see or feel things they couldn't feel um, through 
through all these things. And we built this community that is so close that when you go into one of my live broadcasts, every one of them knows each other. They're in there. Dan, how was how was that event last night? And I'm like trying to talk and I'm like, y'all go ahead. Like, <laughs> no, how do y'all don't need me? I'm your chat room. I am the catalyst to the social being of my community. I'm just one of the people that harbors a community. And then they do it. They do all that. Like they, they support each other. Um, they've funded each other's projects. I mean, they've, I, it's just amazing what my community has done. And so I've just looked at it as I continue to create through hardships because like, there are so many other people out there that, that are affected that if I have a bad day, I just remember someone's having a worse one and maybe I can help make that better. Mm-hmm. So, um, cause I've, I've almost left the social space just mm-hmm. cause it gets a little crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but there is way too much good. And that's my big advice to everyone in the mermaid and social and anything in life is you are going to get haters. You are going to get people that just are going to say bad things about you. Uh, but if, if you can find that the good really outweighs the bad, like you just, you're going to push and do things and be inspirational about it and be authentic and do things that are different. Like that was my big thing is there are so many people being a mermaid, but I did things different, you know, or I was a first with something and I continue to push the boundaries and be like, okay, I see a bunch of other people now filling in with that form. What else can I do? That's, that's different. And I just keep, trying to reach for this to be more than just being a mermaid, but this new like space we're moving into is how can I be one of the catalysts to embark into this huge unknown space and create content that people really can connect with and, and be like, yes, like I want to do that. So it sounds like you really hit the nail on the head about the whole point of social media is that it's for sharing, it's for connection, it's for growing and helping and um, kind of creating like intimate relationships with people you would never normally get to interact with. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, And so then also you just mentioned something about like this unknown space and, you know, can you talk about that a little bit? Like where do you see things going? So this is a funny topic because I have two sets of friends. Mm -hmm. I have my fellow social friends, the ones that work in the space like I do, not the ones that uh, go on and like watch people, but Mm -hmm. the ones that are actually do what I do. Mm -hmm. Uh, And we actually have like, we all go meet all over the country to work together because our minds think the same. Mm-hmm. Because when I say social media to my friends locally, love you guys, uh, they're like, I don't get it. <laughs> well, like, don't you just like hashtag just because? And I'm like, well, there's a lot that goes into why you hashtag. Mm-hmm. And there's just so much that goes into every single move you make on social mm-hmm. and where apps are going and what apps are going to fail and what apps are going to continue to grow. And, you know, we know our tyrant apps and the ones that are going to come in third party and they're going to drop off. And, um, so social media is a double edged sword to everyone. And so, so many people who don't understand it, they look at it as a negativity more than a positive thing. And after working in the space, like I, it's a really hard thing to say like what I really think about social media, but I see far more positive than negative every single day. And so social is going to be it like that. We're going to move really heavy into that. And brands understand this and, uh, and young entrepreneurs understand this, that they can make a whole business if, if they understand people and, and the tools of social media. So I think it's an exciting time. I think we're, we're right at that pivot moment of like, it's going to get even bigger. There will be bad things that will come, but there's a lot of good things too. 
So I think that, you know, live is it. Live is the place to be. If you're not going live, you need to be live. Um, and creating all this content and, uh, I'm, I'm excited. I think it's exciting to see that brands are, are working with even micro influencers, um, on their products instead of adverts the traditional way. They're putting the product in the hands of people mm-hmm. in a real life environment. Hey. Product placement. If, if it's on audio, there's product placement. <laughs> right? Like they're putting them in the hands of not just celebrities anymore. And this is something that we hadn't seen, but very small prior. And this is where the industry is moving. This is what's exciting is that you can just be an everyday person that builds this, this unique brand and, and works globally and, and, and can travel. And, and there's a lot of hard work that goes into being able to get to that point. But, um, it's just an interesting time and space that, that you, your wall essentially of whatever social you're on. Like that's your resume. Mm -hmm. I don't even know in a couple years who will ask for a resume. Like that word will become like, uh, like when I approach a brand, my resume is all right. And here's my social links. Like we do not give a resume to a brand when we want to approach and work with them. So this whole mindset of everything that we're doing is going to change. So what I do, that's part of my brand of Brandy underscore Anthony is I consult smaller businesses and brands that don't understand this movement that we have to move into. They're going to get pushed to the wayside because social is it. You know, you don't put an ad in the newspaper and reach millennials. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's the same with the mermaid industry is how do we tap into the mindset of those who grew up with social media in the forefront Mm -hmm. when all the rest of us did not. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm like in the middle where AIM was big and, you know, when you were like 13 years ago um, and that was starting to approach us. So I'm, you know, in that middle area. Um, And so I think it's just exciting, but it's still a very unknown space that a lot of us are pioneering. And uh, in a couple of years, we, you know, we've got already some YouTube tyrants and Facebook tyrants and marketers, but like, it's still such a space to be a pioneer in. Um, and that's inspiring. Yeah, no, that's awesome. It, also, when you talk about like a space to be a pioneer in an unknown space, it also makes me think of the ocean too, because mm-hmm. it is still, there's so much depth to be explored. There's so much to navigate. There's so many ways to be free and to be yourself um, yeah. as a mermaid in the ocean. And it's almost like, it's almost like you're a mermaid in the digital ocean. Yes, that's yeah. exactly, yeah. that's exactly what I am, which is why I go live underwater. Yeah. And I was, I wanted to share it all, everything that I eat, breathe, and love, I wanted to share in person and online and make into this global brand that is Brandy underscore Anthony and Vero Beach Mermaid. Um, and they're two different brands that, and Brandy Anthony Photography, they all they all have Instagrams, they all play with each other. And I just was like, why not get into it all? Like, why not shoot my own photos and direct my own videos and hold my own events and and, and, and just do it all. Like life is so short and I got so inspired in such a quick amount of time. And I graduated college, um, what is it? Three years ago. I'm about to have my first business anniversary of the third year. Um, and I'm 26 and I was like, this is really the time of, of the, of the entrepreneur of the digital CEO and of the mermaid. Mm-hmm. Like this is, this is the year of the mermaid. Yes. As- <laughs> So I live truly my dream. 
every day. There are lots of hard, I don't go to sleep for days working on these things, but um, I get to live truly like my dream. And that's not everyone's dream, but um, mine it is. And so I get to impact people because they see that like you can you can build your own life and be happy and 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 it, the world is really yours. It's truly yours. Yeah, that's awesome. Okay, so just two last questions. Um, so, if I am a young mermaid and I'm interested in photography and drones and stuff, what's a good piece of starter equipment for somebody who's looking to just dip dip their toes in the water um, if they want to start exploring that that creative that's- outlet? As I'm like, do you already have a tail? Yeah, say I have a fabric tail and I want to start taking some video or fo- or photos. Um, I would say a GoPro okay. is kind of like the only affordable. I mean, you can get like a low end DSLR, but it takes a lot of education to operate a DSLR. It takes a lot less to operate a GoPro. Mm-hmm. It takes a lot of education to get good at a GoPro, but you can get a starter, a base starter in that. Um, Whereas like the professional images, I mean, those are pretty heavy. That's yeah. not, that's not basic drones. Uh, they're not too basic either, but, um, you know, you can get, you can get a smaller drone for like four ninety nine, mm-hmm. like a eunuch. Mm-hmm. They're smaller and, and they shoot some decent stuff. Uh, but if you're, a, that's the, that's the thing. If you're a mermaid, you usually can't shoot and operate all your own equipment. Yeah. Okay. The so GoPro is the one place you can. Okay. You can so if you have a starter there. tail, get a starter GoPro, <laughs> and then yeah, go from there. <laughs> awesome. Um, and then just my last question that I usually ask everyone is, you had mentioned um, the being able to be a photographer and a mermaid, um, and and be so present in the digital space um, is a way for you to share your authentic self. Um, and so I just want to know if you could speak a little bit more to that. And also, what do you think it means to be a mermaid? Um, so for me, to be a mermaid is, I mean, like, for one, it's to be a fish. Like, I love, I love it. I love that I can feel like I'm part of that world. Sorry, the pun there. But <laughs> I liked it. Literally, we, I'm human. I am a human. And so for those brief moments... I actually get to feel what it feels like to be a fish, to be an underwater creature. And the tail is what makes that happen. You don't feel like that unless you really put on these silicone tails. They like, they cling to you and you just, you just go. And so for me, that is just an, a unique, amazing experience as I feel so in tune with the ocean that to actually become part of it in some way, um, it works. The other part of what it means to be a mermaid to me is it means to be an artist and it means to be, um, inspiration to so many younger people. Um, and they reach out to me on my page all the time with their stories on like why they want to do it and, and, and what, you know, the little mermaid and all of that, yeah. although the, the plot might not be the best oh, yeah. when we look at it as an adult, <laughs> like they don't think about that. They don't think about that. They think about like adventuring into a space that is not ours is what it means to be a mermaid. It, it's like the pilots that are dying to fly Like that doesn't mean they think they're a bird, but they have a part of them that needs to be in the air. And then there are people who are born with a part of them that needs to be in the water, whether it's a fisherman or being a fish in some way. So to be a mermaid is to, to be a part of a space that we were not like born into, you know, we were born on land. And, um, so those who get to defy the, the, the laws and be in the water or be in the air um, are, are just part of the, 
the, the people that that create this this world, you know. Thank you for listening to Cinderly's Mermaid Podcast, and thank you to Brandy Anthony for her time. More photos and information about Brandy, including where to find her online, can be found in the show notes at mermaidpodcast.com. If you like what you've heard, we hope you will share this episode on social media, and if you really loved it, please subscribe to this podcast and leave a review. Mermaids love reviews. And if you join our mailing list at mermaidpodcast.com, you can get special behind-the-scenes information and a heads-up when we have new episodes. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Mermaid Podcast. If you know a mermaid or a mermaid expert we should interview, you can fill out a Google form linked also in the show notes at mermaidpodcast.com. As always, if you have any questions or comments, email us at podcast at cinderly.com. We will be back in two weeks talking to more cool mermaids. It's the Mermaid Podcast. We've got mermaids on the land and down below. Legs or fins, you will love our show. All the news that makes a splash is on the Mermaid Podcast.